everybody. Welcome to the Love Yourself Foundation podcast. Uh, we are an organization promoting self-love practices, linking that to love for others and love for our beautiful planet. You can find us at uh, thelyfoundation.com and you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at thelyfoundation. And my name is Monica. I am the co-founder of LYF. And today we are talking about the topic of masculinity and vulnerability and i have two very special guests good friends to talk about this i have phil benito and tim martin uh phil could you briefly introduce yourself hi (laughs) (laughs) i had to bring my more masculine voice (laughs) just kidding um but hello uh hi to everyone out there who's listening it's kind of i've never talked in this point of view before so it's very interesting and I enjoy the experience. Um, but yeah, I'm 30 years old. I My day job is I work for T-Mobile. Uh, my main uh, short-term and long-term goal is to graduate from massage therapy and thus begin a practice in um, healing individuals and also strengthening others through, uh, through my business and practice called Strength in Healing, where I help people uh, either relax from a hard day's work, or I can also help them become stronger and help uh, help them with posture and stuff. That's my dream, and that's all I have to think about right now. <laughs> uh, my name is Tim. Uh, Thirty-five years old. Have uh, two kids. Uh, lived in Las Vegas for like five years. Um, I'm an insurance broker, and I. Uh, I'm at a point in my life where I, all I do is focus on myself, which sounds selfish, but it's, it's really not. I, um, I tend to avoid all the negative things Las Vegas have, has to offer, and I have really embraced the positive side to the city, and there's such a beautiful group of people here, um, and it was sort of like I had to dig and, and discover, oh man, there's all these people just like me, and um, that are on the, 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 path of, the path of diving inward to really getting to, to know ourselves and to really loving ourselves. Yeah, beautiful. Um, and as a Las Vegas native, I, I just briefly speak on that too. Like it took a long time also to find my tribe, but um, th- we're here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's awesome. Um, so we'll get right into the topic. Um, so our first question that I'd like to address. So what does masculinity mean to you? What does vulnerability mean to you? And do you find that these words carry a distinction in meaning or at least society has placed a distinction? For me now in my current state, and this could evolve later on, but masculine, masculinity is definitely... A, a form of energy that you carry within yourself that either man or woman can hold. Um, and now I'm, I'm even more seeing like in terms of when there's a yin, there's a yang. When there's, you know, there, there's light, there's dark, there's masculine, there's feminine. And that can be embodied in, in any type of animal, any person, um, the way they want to project themselves or what they need for themselves. It, it's a tool that we use to to live happy lives but sometimes when we lean on one side or the other it can cause unwanted effects uh for example you know like uh we we discuss this a lot when say 
uh, a, young, a young boy uh, loves to just be himself and express himself in ways that maybe to the other boys aren't uh, boyish or manly enough. Um, maybe he, he enjoys creating art or create, uh, enjoys writing and that's frowned upon. Um, say his dad makes fun of him because he feels like it's going to lead into uh, unmasculine ways that he feels his son should have. And thus the boy makes a, uh, an agreement with himself that what he's doing is not good enough and thus he never wants to express himself. Um, or maybe a, 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 a young man who loves to show affection to his, his dad, to be a single dad say that, you know, and the dad's just not like that. He doesn't like giving hugs, doesn't like to kiss his son, doesn't like to show affection. Um, and that transfers into the kid and then thus the cycle repeats itself. He'll treat mm -hmm. his own body like that. He'll treat other people like that. Um, it's actually, it's, it's really in the end, it's really how he's going to treat himself. And it's not, it's going to be that masculinity is the, the ultimate form of, of success, quote unquote, yes. in this world, you know. Mm -hmm. But I feel like masculinity is, is in balance with your own personal balance in this life. Uh, it can be a really powerful tool when combined with fem uh, a feminine energy. I've always thought about it before as just like, you know, um, being being competitive and powerlifting there's a certain masculine like 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 persona persona no not even persona it's like a it's um a stereotype that gets cast upon any any guy it's who true. goes into powerlifting right they're they're seen as uh brash loud um disruptive yeah. right or uh, gun toting <laughs> i mean you know what i mean um but it, and, and, and the perception of how people have to train for it, people usually think if I want to be into powerlifting, I have to be able to yell and scream, I have to be angry all the time, hate things. Um, but my, my favorite part about being in powerlifting is that, um, that I've, I've done it all while, I've done it all while being very meditative about it. Sure, I'll have moments where masculine energy comes out, but I use a lot of feminine energy to focus in and to be able to uh, compete with, amongst other large, you know, muscular individuals also lifting a lot of weight. Um, and it's something that I, I deal with because I, I, I don't want people to see me as, as a raging metalhead, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm much deeper than that. I just, I like the challenge. I like the meditation that comes with that sport in general and mm -hmm. the people that i've met um a lot of them are i feel are the same way too i found a niche group of people who live the same way and mm -hmm. that's what i like to live uh, that's how i like to uh practice in that sport at least so there's a lot of uh that's another thing about vulnerability too you know like when it comes to um Wanting to share that with, with like say a powerlifting community and letting yourself be exposed that hey you're not just a big, you know, uh, bulky guy, strong guy. You know, you actually wanna express yourself, you you want like you know, and even the way your words, you know, like the way you speak to others, like I, I when I talk to certain individuals, sometimes like my inflection changes. Sometimes I talk like a, a kid. Like I'm talking to my sisters. Like sometimes yeah. to you, Monica. Yeah. Or, you know, you and I have been close for a long time, and sometimes I'll be like, 
Hi, Monica. How are you doing? <laughs> you know, I talk to you like a little brother, like a, like a kid brother. And yeah. I like talking that way to you because that shows my endearment and how I, I uh, see you. And, and mm-hmm. you, you give me that feedback, you know. But if I talk like that to someone else, maybe another, another male figure, a uh, co-worker. Like, <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I talk like that to, uh, to my certain friends at work still. Because I, I get that uh, sisterly, motherly yeah. vibe from them. And that brings it out of me because, you know, um, I'm a mama's boy. I won't lie. That's, that's probably what influenced a lot of my uh, feminine energy. And what suppressed a lot of my masculine energy is wa- uh, watching my father, you know, be, be violent towards people, including my mom. Yeah. And also uh, being violent towards younger men who were joining his uh fraternity that he started years ago you know he's technically like jumping them in to their to the fraternity i would see him slapping them and 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 imposing his power differential over this other man um i guess trying to instill his manliness into him that's when now now that i think about it yeah you know like that whole hazing stuff yeah. between fraternities and mm-hmm. sororities and i feel like that i I, I I talk about this documentary a lot. It's called mm-hmm. the the Mask You Live In, mm-hmm. and it's on Netflix for anybody that's uh, interested in seeing it. But um, that is one of the topics that they talk about is um, this whole idea of of, uh, of hazing and how that's interpreted as being masculine. So pretty much you're instilling these qualities into young men that in order to be masculine you have to be aggressive. Which is ridiculous because in my eyes, a real man is somebody that is caring and is in tune with themselves mm-hmm. and wants to um, instill like just uh, strength in a young man mm-hmm. and and show that you don't have to be aggressive. You can show your emotions. You can show your vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I honestly think that there we we really need a massive shift in the United States and in other countries throughout the world. Um, and I think it starts with conversations like these. And Tim, what do you, do you have anything to add? Yeah, it's a, it's a really great topic, um, especially over the course of my life. I've, I've evolved so much and, and my views on masculinity have changed dramatically. I was, uh, I was a skinny little twig when I was a kid all throughout high school. And I thought that I needed big muscles, and I, I, you know, I, I had to be honorable and courageous and protect the front lines, and ended up joining the military, which was the greatest thing I ever did. But that was all because I, I wanted to have bigger muscles, and I, I wanted to be more masculine, and I just I wasn't comfortable with my body type, which is just tall and thin, and. Uh, when I joined the military, it's like my pride rose even more. And then I became masculine and I was the one who joined the military and the military hardened my, my emotions, so to speak. And it, it sort of, it, it created this illusion of, of masculinity, which I thought I had to fit this role and I, I wasn't, in, I wasn't allowed to show my emotions. I wasn't allowed to to let people in. 
um, and and I just to show a weakness was was to lose your mascul masculinity, and now I've come to realize that a real man has the balance of masculinity and can embrace his the vulnerability at will it, it, to 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 let people in to help them with their emotions to express what's going on with them inside and I feel like uh, society has placed this illusion on masculinity to where that's not acceptable like mm -hmm. you're not allowed to show your your emotions and where you're vulnerable but to embrace the your vulnerable side or your feminine energy um, <clears throat> is what makes a real man a man and and that's where I think my my the definition of masculinity has changed for me to be able to be masculine when it, it counts, but also to have the love and compassion that is what we are all made out of. And, and for years and years, my masculinity covered up my love and my compassion. And it was just so clouded by illusion. And now I, uh, I, when I discovered the yoga practice and uh, it, it taps into all those energies, uh, it, it does extend, ex pretty extensive backbending and you pretty much have to embrace your feminine energy and backbending is a form of, of uh, uh, from what they say is, uh, is embracing your feminine side is to bend over backwards and um, now I just, that sort of veil that society has put on masculinity is lifted and now I, I share with all my guy friends like it's all right to to cry it, it there was a point in my life where 10 years had gone by and I didn't I didn't cry because I I didn't think I was allowed to yeah and part of my recovery um, when I would became an addict part of my my recovery was to embrace all my flaws and embrace all the uh, imbalanced emotions that were brought on through my, you know, my, my desire to be, to fit that in that masculine, masculine box. And then yeah. now I'm out of the box and I feel free. I can talk about my emotions. I'm, I can express how I feel and, and that it's okay to feel a specific way. And, uh, a lot of, a lot of men weren't born with these extremely masculine traits. You know, I, I'll never have big muscles. I'm, I'll be tall and skinny the rest of my life. And, <laughs> and, I, and I love myself exactly the way I am. Yes. And I don't have to strive to, to look a certain way because I can, I can, if I turn inward, I can, uh, and there's all these other techniques, we can, we can be co completely comfortable with the way we are. Yeah, that's awesome, beautiful. Tam. I love, nice. I love how, how you said that. Thank you for sharing so much. No, no, thank you. Yeah. Like kind of a to, like piggyback off that, like um, like, you know, it, it's interesting how, how we come to find that balance between masculine and feminine, you know, because uh, coming from my um, my beginning story is, you know, I didn't my dad was very affectionate to me. Right, my so was my mom, but of course my dad showed violent masculine tendencies towards my mom. Mm -hmm. So I, from then that point, that's when I knew that I needed to 
uh, not be like my dad in, in that capacity, yeah. right? To and then that 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 thought later on affected how I treated relationships. Um, so you could say it was like more of a suppressed masculine form energy in that way, but the the way I actually felt masculine uh, masculinely rep- uh, repressed is through friends growing up, obviously, because yeah. their their maybe their dads were were not being very affectionate. Um, didn't show love. He, you know, my dad took me out camping all the time. He, he's, he's honestly a great dad to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the way he showed it to other people was not good. And friends were kind of reflected those same things, you know, like, you know, like, even as a kid, like when there, when boys would be against girls, I would always find myself being on the girls team because I wanted to <laughs> protect awesome. the girls, right? And I would always be the one who, who, who took little knickknacks and give them as gifts to the girls I had crushes on. I was not afraid to show that. <laughs> but there, there, there came a point where I became uh, obese, like around 10, 11 years old, and that's when I got bullied for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have friends who would hang, or kids who would hang out with me because and tolerate me because eventually they could poke fun at me when, when they needed a, a, a boost in masculinity, yeah. right? Right. Um, but like, despite all that, like, uh, like I've actually grown up, like, past that point, like, actually having, now that I'm thinking about it, like, actually having a problem, uh, reaching for those masculine tendencies, you know, uh, so in, in fact, it's kind of like a, like a little bit of reverse, because like I've always, um, and I've always wanted to make sure when I grow up, I I, I treat my family, whoever I pick or whoever we find each other um when we find each other like i would treat them uh like an equal you know whether whether you're you're you know male female you know whatever you identify as whoever i find is is going to be a person that we it's it's not even just an understanding it's it's just just a balance of of maybe some days I can't do this but you can do this yeah. you know and it's total and it's total synergy between two people completely mm-hmm. um and then because the, the person I expect to find I want them to have uh, uh I would like them to have uh a certain amount of masculine energy too even if 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 that person is uh, a female you know sure because I like I, I find that it's something that I may not have as much of and I used to be actually really insecure about that, and but I showed it in different ways. Man, this talk is like helping me realize a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. Yeah, no, I, you know, like, like, like I, I would be, like, really insecure about, about showing that, um, that I wanted to learn how to be more masculine, but at the same time, I was always comfortable, um, doing things that were con- not considered, uh. Masculine are considered just too too feminine for their tastes. Um, even now today, like going to like telling p- people what kind of music festival you want to go to, kind of puts a, a a light like puts a light on on you and and your <laughs> yeah and, yeah. and your kind of lifestyle. And some people see that and they're like you know they make a judgment call and they're like oh I'd rather go to somewhere that's you know a little more <laughs> a little more to their tastes if you know. Sure. You yeah. Know. But yeah. That's cool, because that, as you can see, uh, even though I've come to a, a, a conclusion that I that I I'm proud of, I still deal with a lot oh, of yeah. things from then that like 
it comes I out. never thought that uh, was like really a big deal. Like I mm-hmm. thought I had Nick picked, but like mm-hmm. expressing ourselves more like this really helps. Yeah. So I was like, you're witnessing it <laughs> firsthand. <laughs> this shit, talking about this kind of stuff, healing me right now. Yeah. Because I'm not afraid to share it with y'all. Well, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and just briefly too, I mean, even as a woman, uh, as for me, I've, I always had a much, um, like my father was definitely a great father in the sense that he was always there to, um, you know, be the supporter of the family. But when it came time to show emotion, that's where it lacked. And so my mom was always, but you know, my dad, he would give you like the cry sometimes or he'd come over and hug you. But, um, and I'm just an extremely affectionate person so much so I'm like the only one in my family that loves hugging (laughs) 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 and um so but for me so I've always been very compassionate affectionate and all that um for me so for me yoga has helped me embrace my masculine side because I used to have such a hard time making decisions in my life Mm -hmm. and it was really I but I would make them you know it would take a long time but I would make my decisions but again it wasn't until Ashtanga came into my life that I finally was able to bring that balance within my own self within Mm -hmm. my own masculine side too so you know this is something that even for women um I'm sure I'm not the only one that uh and that's you know that would that I've I'm not the only one that's battled with that. So I just wanted to note that too. I could see that amongst yeah. you know girlfriends or amongst mm-hmm. even my mom and and with her daughters. Mm-hmm. I can see all those like those types of masculine feminine energies being exchanged yeah. in those type of ways too. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um. All right, guys. So, what's um does a memory call out to you all when? Um, that that from from when you were a kid, that you were told that you could not cry, or that you weren't, yeah, you just weren't allowed to show the emotion that you wanted to show. Mm. Pretty much all my life, I was, yeah. I was taught that, and, yeah. uh, and then joining the military that confirmed that. But then when I got out and uh, and I had some trouble problems with troubles with drugs, I uh, I, I had no choice but to. Uh, to let that out <laughs> like i had all this the reason why i was using it was because i had closed off the ability to open myself up and heal and um so i guess the answer to the question was that um i mean all my life i was taught not to cry but the specific memory i have is uh every time i got hurt my father would say suck it up yeah. It's weak, you know. Crying is weak. That's what that's what girls do, and and yeah. so it gave me the the impression that I had to um, shut off that part of me, and that it's such a beautiful energy to embrace, and um, it's a shame that um, most people are are shutting it down because of the expectation we have. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Right. Very true. Um, for me, it, it def- definitely didn't come from my father. Um, not even my older brothers. It was definitely uh, being around other kids, you know, uh, that whole hierarchy of, you know, 
popularity and um, who's cool, who's uh, this category, this category, of course. So crying would ju would always just lead to more bullying usually. Yeah. Um, especially in middle school. But in, in elementary school, I definitely cried more just because, I, you know, like, I mean, less than 10 years old, I cry about everything. I was, <laughs> I was honestly a crybaby baby when I was a younger kid. Um, but in, in middle school, like, when, you know, your, your status is online or... At my time, when I was a kid, I really was just focused on finding a girlfriend. So <laughs> crying was not the best way to, in my eyes at the time, was not the best way to do it. But um, but at the same time, I didn't have, I wasn't restricted in, in ways to uh, express myself. I would, I, was, I would always find a way to express myself if it's by myself. But I didn't really find... A friend to express myself that way until high school later on so it was not in terms of like not crying it's just being able to uh, openly talk about how you feel like you know if, if, if a girl's making you sad or if your parents are doing this and you you can find someone to open up because at, at that age right the, what you what you really want to do is just talk to someone and, and mm -hmm. explore ideas and you don't even know it you just want to like think about things and talk about things but Certain, you know, certain groups of kids will, like with Tim, shut that down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a shame that we couldn't talk about those things a lot more when we were children. Yeah. Right? I when I went back on, back, back to visit my family in Boston just a month ago, I had a friend. I, I wear kind of tight jeans. They're not skinny jeans, but they're, they're not loose. And a friend of mine, he was real... He was real masculine. He was a construction worker. His hands were all calloused, and his hands were never clean. <laughs> every time I meet him, and he is a real manly man. And I don't think, I'm willing to bet, he's never embraced his emotions or talk about the other side of him. And and he just had all these masculine judgments. Like my, I did yoga. My jeans were too skinny. And my, and he's like, dude. Your jeans are wicked skinny, guy. And uh, what's up with the yoga? And, uh, and I'm like, you know, it's a it's a way to really open up and and uh, express another another side of yourself and and to really go inward. And he's like, I don't know what that means, man, but uh, you know, it sounds it sounds funny. <laughs> and that's just right there. In in 2018, I was yeah. I was subjected to that type of uh, yeah yeah that illusion <laughs> I'm like and I, I had way more compassion now because I'm like oh you know I understand him you know mm -hmm. he just he's probably never embraced his feminine side never had to you know maybe his role and his life is to just maintain that masculine identity yeah mm -hmm. identity mm -hmm. and that's working for him sure and maybe there'll be a point in his life where you know, he bottles up all those emotions and he's incapable of, of hopefully not, but, you know, and like I got, to, I know I got to a point where I was, you know, I, I just had to become vulnerable to heal myself and grow spiritually and, and as a, just as a human being. Yeah. And it's, uh, now I, fa I face my emotions head on and I'm willing to share that with anybody who's willing to listen yeah. because they everybody has a piece of information that I have not collected yet everyone yes. has a piece of experience that I True. have not collected yet yes, and even yes. when people say oh, that guy's so stupid 
that stupid guy has a piece of experience that I have not collected yet. And, he, and if I listen to, to that quote, unquote, stupid person, you know, I could gain stuff from him as even mm-hmm. as much as I could gain from a guru or, a, oh, or yeah. some sort of master or enlightened person. hundred uh, percent. I like to see every day as like a new day on um, here in the school of earth, you know, <laughs> everyone's a teacher. Um, every single person, even the person that you would never expect, but I can guarantee you that you will learn something from that individual. You don't have to like them, but you can certainly learn something from them. Mm-hmm. True. True. Mm-hmm. Like you can even learn, especially learn from the children. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 Especially you can learn happiness from them. Do you, Joy. Do you all feel like, because uh, you know, certain individuals tend to look for elders uh, for their knowledge and to expand their perspective because they feel like they've learned more. Mm. They feel like that's the forward way of thinking. But then, like, looking to someone younger, they, they, they tend to look at them as not experienced, so they don't trust. Yes. Their the opinion. Their opinion, like I've i sometimes I see that as masculine versus feminine as well, um, like because with with learning from like say you learn from a, like a five year old like how you have to deal with them as their personality and while learning from them is you, if you want to learn from them you have to be gentle with them mm-hmm. right um, but of course you know when when you when you try to learn from someone older and you want to subject your own opinions to their scrutiny. You have to be a little more direct and, and be, yeah, just be more direct. Yes. Um, and then those are different words for, for masculinity, too. Um, I don't know, it's just, just a thought that popped up in my head. Yeah, that's true. And I, even I find that, um, you know, at this point, I've, I've been very vocal about my, my depression and my anxiety in the past. Um, and I have to say, like, uh, one of the most healing things that I did was work with children because they, during that, well, during my recovery time of getting out of deep anxiety and all of that, and they helped me just remember the simple things, you know, and get grounded and how there's just so much joy around us. There is so much abundance every day. Like even like our mind has such a uh, tendency to just cling on to the thing that's not working but then if you step away from that and you see holy crap like there's look at everything else that's actually working for me and children help you they see that like if if they fall they just get right back up and they don't even think twice about it um so so yeah it it's very they are such healing little people <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole topic for that's another a, time. yeah that's a whole other thing but yes um so, so what do you feel was like the game changer for y'all? Like when you felt like, you know what, this like you guys have kind of touched upon it a little bit, but mm-hmm. what was like that defining moment where you were like, you know what, I am, this is who I am, and I'm, I'm going to express myself. I'm going to just show up and be auth- as authentic as I can. I've had a lot of moments where it elevated to that next step of understanding where I am, where I want to go, you know, and rather than reflecting on who I was, right? Um, but I, I say the most significant, well, it's always, the most significant one usually is the most latest one because it, it takes you that first step. And it's definitely when I really saw the healing touch of massage on, on any individual on this planet. 
and how um, the perception of massage, especially by men, um, is, is something that is an obstacle that I have to overcome. And I have to overcome that by making sure that I, that I, I showcase a, a, a certain balance of masculine and feminine. And, you know, mm. like meaning, you know, not not allowing any masculine energies to go over boundaries, um, making sure that, but that I have enough of masculine uh, energy to make sure that they don't cross boundaries or to make sure to, and, and combine it with feminine energy to make sure that I always check up on them and I'm gentle enough to let, let them know that I'm here to, to help. I still, you know, uh, make sure to remind them to do their stretches um it, it's something very empowering that goes like that just melds the both masculine and feminine into one like not even a color of energy it's uh it's not like you know yin and yang is black and white right mm -hmm. um i don't even want to think about it like as if both of them melded they'd make gray i don't like the thought of that i feel like it's like a, like a, a, a colorless energy mm. you know yeah um uh, and that's that that was a big epiphany I've had this year, especially learning and being able to help in, individuals uh, physically and metaphysically yes. through energy work. Mm. But maybe what started it all was definitely when I was a kid and knowing that I didn't uh, want to uh, show those over masculine traits like my dad. Yeah. Um, and that led me on a path despite bullying, despite um, making wrong decisions before because, you know, we, we grow up, we make mistakes. Um, that's what led me to this point. Like, if I hadn't had had that, you know, and, and I, I feel like my dad is in a better place too with it, thankfully. I don't want to leave him on a bad note, but, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, those are two specific points for me, that's for sure. Definitely. Uh, I think um, a turning point in my life would have been for um, when I just understood the need to spread that information about um, it's okay to to be vulnerable, and I, I sort of realized that the majority of men do not have not embraced that and they don't even understand that or think it's acceptable and there was a point in my uh i want to say like six months ago when i just noticed all my friends were incapable of talking about the areas that need to be talked about like you don't have to go to a psychiatrist you can talk to other people and open up to the person to your left and right you know mm -hmm. and um I just saw so many different people that were struggling with the same thing that I had just realized. Like, oh my God, there's like a whole group of men like me <laughs> that yeah. have not evolved to that certain point. I'm not saying I'm like, oh, I'm better than these people, but I've just, I've come to that conclusion, that realization, and I think every man um, needs to come to is yeah. that they need to set down that that um, the illusion of masculinity and to understand that it's okay and then once I once I sort of saw how many people were struggling and I was like oh damn I did this my I wait I, I got through this and I now I understand it and now it was my duty to help share the information with with other men 
that I, I could tell are sort of scared or yeah. they, they don't think it's acceptable. And now I'm open to, to discussing that without shame and mm -hmm. uh, without judgment. If someone wants to judge me, that's, that's their flaw. Like they're, I know what's right inside and that's to have a balance of masculinity and, and vulnerability or femininity and, and to really uh, achieving a balance in both is crucial. Mm -hmm. I remember a, a reminder to myself about that, that kind of statement for you, right? It's like, uh, like even at work, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll see a customer walk in, like maybe all the girls and some of the, like, some of the guys who identify as gay, you know, like, ooh, he's handsome, and, and I'll be right with them, and I'll agree with them, I'm like, yeah, he's a pretty handsome guy, because um, I see that in him, I, I, yeah. I see he's handsome, like, I see why other people think he's handsome, yeah. and uh, hopefully he has a cool personality to boot, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but of course, when I said that, some, uh, a, a girl and a guy, uh, they both commented, like, the girl said, oh, I can't believe you said that, like, like, what are you trying to say? I'm like, I just think he's handsome, like, and then she she asks out loud to the other coworker like do you think that that a man should compliment be, compliment other men for the way they look and he just straight up said no I don't think that at all I don't think that's right and then, and I left it alone because sure. like there's like um I I still commented uh, on that subject to my other friends in front of them uh, in front of those who kind of shut me down on that but like um like it just reminded me you know like the like there's like those people are great though i love those people that, that sure, made that yeah. comment um they they just have a different perspective that they've grown up with and something that's been you know like stoked uh or kindled to grow in this type of mm -hmm. society um but that, that wasn't really it, it was something so small but at the time i was just like you know i, I wanted to shake my head but i just you know i just uh, turned away and smiled yeah. elsewhere <laughs> yeah no that's a great point because i mean as a woman we compliment other women all the time mm -hmm. and nobody thinks twice about that mm -hmm. you know you can see a girl walk in a room and she looks great you, mm -hmm. you say wow she looks so pretty you know and usually nobody ever thinks twice about that yeah but if a man does it then that becomes questionable yeah, yeah. i have a funny a funny story like i was out with a, a girlfriend of mine and and we saw this guy and he was like the most like exotic looking like most beautiful looking man i had ever seen and like it was so funny to just say that yeah. but i mean this guy was just like had the perfect body quote unquote mm -hmm. and his hair was blonde and it like went all the way down to his back and i'm like and here i am describing like how, <laughs> how beautiful this man is yeah. but it was like I'm straight. I like women, and it, that doesn't even matter. I I got I realized that I got to a point where I, I admired mm -hmm. this dude's beauty so much. I can see him, man. you know. And I'm like, <laughs> and the way he stood was like his he somebody should have sculpted a sculpted a statue of him. <laughs> and like I'm not like his cheekbones were like Chiseled. perfect, man. Yeah. I'm like, I, and I wanted to go up to him and be like, dude, you. You're like beautiful, man. <laughs> but uh, I'm beautiful. sure you know what. But I, I don't know. Maybe he would have been like, yeah, like I get that a lot from men too, straight men. <laughs> well, you know, and, and uh, but yeah, I thought it was just really yeah. funny. That's a, that's another good question. Like masculinity versus sexual your sexual sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
I've I, I might want to like I know a person um, who is one of the most has one of the best masculine energies I've found. He is his his masculinity is piercing, but uh, he can also bring out a gentleness for the people that he loves, and he's gay, you yeah. know, and and like and then that's another thing. So then obviously you know when when men who us identify as straight compliment other men for how they look or yeah. maybe they're they're even they're even their personality is attractive like hey man i want to hang out with you because yeah. i think you're cool i feel like i can you you offer something to me that that would bring me joy friendship sure. uh, kindred spirit and i can find that from a woman too right mm-hmm. so then like 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 ever since i was a kid i never understood why being gay was was considered not masculine because mm. like even from a kid like I, I already knew that some people are some men like other men some women like other women i at the time uh, i i i had grown up uh like thinking and exploring possibilities for myself because i was like i like i know i like girls like i've given notes to girls but i never thought about like liking a guy and then like and then of course like like exploring it mentally and even having a certain experience just led me to believe or know that you know i'm i'm straight and even if i even if i did um those things to validate myself some other people might say oh you you actually like explored that territory you must not you're i will never see you as like yeah you know a hundred percent masculine yeah uh but I, to me, I, I'm I'm thankful that I have clarity on that from a young age. You know what I mean? I I know that, um, like um, that um, there's a, that unfortunate story of that that young boy who came out to his mom as as gay at like nine years old, and he had went to school because he liked he liked to dress um in in feminine clothing, then he had went to school three uh, the first day of school and then three days later, unfortunately, he passed away because he couldn't take the bullying. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's 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 an definitely extreme mm-hmm. version yeah. of how having too much of one energy can be harmful. Because yeah. I can say the same thing about feminism, but it's definitely mas- ma- uh, for feminine feminine energy. But for masculine energy, it's definitely I feel a lot more corrosive. Mm. Yes, um, words, but... like because you know, like like I I think of of masculinity as the. Uh, uh, yang side of yeah. yin and yang the 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 yeah. light or the hot the heat um and then and then yin is like the the gentle cool energy mm-hmm. but it can also be it can go into so you know, so many ways too but yeah and well yeah. we have to remember that it's it is the same coin too yeah most people are just they're only seeing the heads yeah. they're not seeing the tails yeah yeah um, and uh just seeing it as one coin that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Like yeah. All right, guys, we, we're coming to a close. So I just wanted to um, ask you one more question. And it's if you could tell your younger selves one piece of advice to help you on this journey of life, <laughs> um, what would it be? Oh, any younger Phil, <laughs> whatever decision you make is the right decision. Aw, Beautiful. You know that one, Monica. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, Tim, listen to me, please. <laughs> I'm begging you. Uh, no, seriously, I would say, Tim, you have been sp- spiritually 
um, searching for something all your life and you need to respect all teachings you need to respect all cultures all holy books because there's information in each culture each way of life each perspective each scripture each religion it, there is something you can take from each of those and but and ultimately you're on the spiritual path my friend <laughs> you got this little tim beautiful <laughs> Oh, man. And you know, one thing that we d I didn't ask you guys, which I always do ask, is what do you all love about yourselves? And we'll end it on there. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I love my my innate nature to, to help others. Um, and some, might pe some people might think that that might have led me to certain decisions that, or, you know, like t being too helpful is, it can be a downfall. Um, and then I can see that point of view, but I love that I want to help unconditionally, regardlessly. Beautiful. Uh, the thing I love about myself the most um, is my six pack. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's the fact that, that I, I was able to end my own suffering. And mm -hmm. the only thing I really desire now is to share that process with other individuals. I've minimalized my desires so that I can help um, share this the ancient knowledge and wisdom that I had discovered, which helped me. And um, the cool thing about desiring good for humanity is, you know, that there's very little downside to that you have to suffer. You know, <laughs> if I go buy a flashy car, um, I have to suffer in my bank account or if i um desire sex for example there's sexual frustration that has to come with it but when i desire betterment of society or when i desire god there's no downside to that so yeah. beautiful guys anyway well thank you guys so much um thank you to our listeners thank you and uh like I mentioned at the beginning, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram, The LY Foundation. And you can find us on our website as well, thelyfoundation.com. Thank you.